Hello. I would like to welcome everyone to the Transcontinental Project, an experiment where a Brit and a Texan come together to talk about whatever the hell we want. We are hosts, Luke Birch and Sensible Sam. Um, before we get started, dolls, we warn you absolutely nothing is off limits and the content will not be suitable for those under age 18. Please enjoy the show if you are above that age. Um, I'd like to apologize to everyone for getting on late tonight. It was unfortunately unavoidable, but hell, here we are now. Hell, you couldn't have said it better myself. Hell, here we are now. Yeah, that was my fault, guys. Um, I had some vehicular disturbances and um, got had to have a, 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 a secondary mode of transportation figured out. Now we're all good. I got, got here a bit late, but I'm glad to be here with you guys. And I am so glad to have you guys with us tonight. Right on. But it's, it's been a weird week all round for... A number of reasons, but I heard you actually had something um, this week that was actually quite enjoyable. You know, it was. I haven't been out in such a long time. A, a night out, anyway. I haven't been out on a night out in a while. It was really, really nice. Um, I listen to a morning radio show here in Texas, and it's every morning, weekday mornings. And they're just an awesome group of guys. They're they're hilarious. Been listening listening to them for about seven years now and uh they have every year a listener's bash a celebration a party a concert what have you but this year was like the biggest one right it's their seven year anniversary this year was like they've never really had bands come and perform um they've had local bands come in and perform but this year they had uh disturbed and three days grace headlining oh i'm sorry guys i have to apologize luke i'm i'm still congested i'm a little under the weather so okay. you're gonna have to excuse me but dude it was fucking hella fun luke it was such it was so fun uh they had a pre-party at a little bar right down the street from the venue the alamo dome and um we had some drinks well we ha how would you say it? mingled with the, mm -hmm. the the billy madison show guys so it's it, it's called the billy madison show with billy Derek, and nard <laughs> shout out to them Shout out my boys, BMS crew, suckers. Um, and so they're, they're awesome. We hung out, had a couple drinks, and were there for about an hour and then headed over to the show and had a kick-ass time. I mean, these guys sounded spectacular, Luke. Spe these, these, are no, these are not Smashing Pumpkins. Screw a Smashing Pumpkin in concert. I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. I'm soured on them after a two-hour delay and shitty audio. So I want to say on the best to worst, they're like one of the best bands that I've seen live. Uh, Disturbed and Three Days Grace. They just, they, they knocked it out of the park. It was kick ass, kick ass. And uh, they had a really great message too, which was really awesome. Uh, the guy from Disturbed actually made an announcement and was trying to reach out to those that were having mental health issues or suicidal thoughts. And that's something I think we should probably talk about all the fucking time. Always tell somebody you love them. Let them know they're not alone. Um, I think that's a great message if we all just kind of ask each other, hey, how are you today? I think, you know, everything would be just hunky-dory. So um, everybody try to do that. I thought that was great. That was a great message to have in the middle of such a, a badass rocking time. I don't know. I just, it, it really got me. I, I thought it was great. Oh, and I have to shout out 
Everett Anthony. Everett Anthony is the one that got me to the show, actually. Um, there was no way I was going to get tickets. So he came up with a couple star tickets and he thought of me. And I thought that was effing awesome. Um, I thank him so very much. Um, that was just awesome. It was a great night to remember. So thank you, Everett, for that. You fucking Rocky. I know he'll probably listen to the replay. <laughs> <laughs> what, was you a fan of the band beforehand, or did they convert you, or whatever? The, I'm sorry, the what? The two bands that were what that played the other night. Were you fans of them before? Did they convert you, or what? Oh, I was absolutely a fan to begin with. Absolutely, I I think I sang along pretty much with every damn song. I was, <laughs> thank God the role that I was in wasn't too occupied, so I, <laughs> I was able to kind of cut loose and just kind of dance around and sing. You know, I sang my, my heart out. It was at a bad key, but it was awesome. <laughs> yes. So all of the favorite songs, all the hits. Absolutely. That was fucking awesome. <clears throat> at, at least you had the confidence to sing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say well. But <laughs> I tried. And you know what? I shouldn't be given that much credit because, of course, the music was so loud and everybody's jumping and cheering. So I kind of just blended in. <laughs> so it was kind of easy to do it when you're blending in like that. And everybody's being silly like you. So it was nice. Mm -hmm. It was it was it was nice. So thanks you for that. That was so great. I can't. Oh, I and disturbed in three days grace, which was freaking phenomenal. Sounded fucking hella awesome hopefully they keep touring and i get to see him again because i love him um i'm sure a chance will arise at some point man if have you ever heard any of their music luke were disturbed the ones who did a cover of the sound of silence yes! i yes. i've heard that but that's all i've heard of them oh okay you have got to listen they've got and I, I think I, I they did that song, too, at the concert. So it was really, really cool. So they did that song, and it, it sounded just so great. If I wouldn't have known better, <laughs> I would have said they were lip-syncing to everything, but they weren't. Because you could hear them breathing, and you could hear them talking, and then switching up between notes and stuff. So I was like, D these guys are fucking badass. Like, they got it going on, and it was good. So the sound of, the, the sound of silence was kick-ass. It was like a special moment. We all had our lighters. Well, not our lighters. Our smartphones, because, you know, they'll kick you out with a lighter. But... <laughs> oh, my God. But there was so much weed. So much weed, Luke, at that concert. And there were cops walking around, and they couldn't figure out what the hell it was coming from. It was like, the, you could smell it. It would just waft past you. Mm -hmm. It was so heaven. And you could see the smoke in the arena, and you just see that the poor cops just kind of pacing around and they could you couldn't do shit what are you going to do first yeah. everybody so they they kind of they were just kind of walking around you know just like shit shit you could see them just kind of looking and looking and the guy from disturbed was all like oh man that whatever oh i smell something and it smells good mm -hmm. he goes when i'm off cycle he goes i'll smoke that stuff i'll smoke it hard and i'll he goes i smoke the good stuff too he goes oh that smells so good oh i wish i wasn't on tour <laughs> it's something cops shouldn't be looking to frisk for anyway. Really, yeah. right? I'm pretty sure like 15 other people had like guns, knives, and acid or some mm -hmm. shit. Like, 
leave the weed guy alone. He's going to come out. He's going to be gentle. He's going to be happy. He's going to enjoy the show. He's going to buy concessions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. I, with mm-hmm. the I think my views on marijuana are, are quite well known. I know for an absolute fact yours are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody knows my views <laughs> on cannabis. But, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I didn't personally take any um, to the show, and I didn't partake of any at the show. But, man, I was like, I don't know, one of those cartoon figures that you see the smoke in the air, and they're just kind of floating through the air, wafting through the smoke, just like, oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) That's real nice. But, yeah, it was a great night. I'm going to remember that forever. I mean, I'm glad that we went to a bar to the beat, the pre-party, because, dude, I would have walked out of the the Alamo Dome stone sober because $40 for two beers and a shot, you can kiss my patoot. Oh, good heavens, have mercy. That's ridiculous, ridiculous, right? No, okay, I lied. It was two beers, two 12-ounce beers, and two shots of Jack. Okay, I was like, 40 bucks, really? Okay, I'll see you later, dog. You know, walked away with a bag of chips that were... $10. Did you say shot of whiskey? <laughs> yes, shot of Jack. Oh, come on, Jack's weak ass. Oh. But... Well, that's what that's what they had. They had they ran out of Jameson. They ran out of they only had Jack Jameson and I think like vodka or some Oh, good heavens, cheap... have mercy. Yeah, that was and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So, I I took the Jack. If it, if there's going to be if Jack's there, Jack's my buddy. <laughs> I grew up with Jack, so it may be weak to some, but I can pound him back a little easier. Hey, um, I mean, you could... One thing I will say about Jack is, at least it's not wild turkey. Oh, shit, Lou. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say, if you know, I'll even take a shot of wild turkey if need be. Wild turkey is some hard-ass shit. I mean, that stuff is, it'll knock you off your boo-boo. It may not taste great, but it does the damn job. And I, I that yeah. was another that was another thing I, I grew up drinking. Yeah, so yeah. that is Southern Comfort. Mm-hmm. I know. Ew, Southern Comfort. Yeah. I know. I get a lot of shit for that. I get a lot of shit for Southern Comfort. I'm a Southern gal. I like me some Southern Comfort. It was it used to be one of my go to uh before we go out drinks. Was take some shots of Jack or Southern Yeah, but um, I am pleased you brought up um, shots of whiskey because that gives me an ideal transition into something else. Ah. Ah. Obviously, um, TCP is not the only thing I do on here. And it's a well-known fact that I will go through a good three to four shots of Jameson during any MMA play-by-play or or whenever, or when I'm doing color commentary, when the other white mite decides to join me. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I'm sure you all remember the first one I did was UFC two two nine. Yes. To say ended controversially would be a huge understatement. Huge. And obviously, McGregor and his team and. Khabib Nurmagomedov and his team had to go up in front of the Nevada State Athletics Commission, and they did so today. <gasps> okay, I this is news to me. I have not. I knew that they got. I everybody knows what the hell happened, but 
what is the what the hell? Okay, so they all went, I guess, what you would say to court. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What? Right? I guess boxing court or MMA court or Nevada court. I don't know. But what happened? What the hell? Oh my god. Okay. Um, the result of the hearing was Conor McGregor suspended for six months, fined $50,000, his suspension is backdated and will expire April the 6th. Ah. Yeah. Um, January, February, March, April. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's a big punishment. Um, that's Burger King. That's Burger King money right there. To, to him, yeah. <laughs> uh, Obviously, as the instigator, a harsher punishment had to be handed down to Habib Nurmagomedov, who was hit with a $500,000 fine <gasps> and a nine-month suspension. That's bullshit. However, it's widely believed that um, Habib Nurmagomedov won't fight again until his brother is eligible to fight again, who also received punishment. He was only fined 25000 for jumping in the cage and trying to light up McGregor. However, his suspension is the harshest at 12 months. Oh, okay. And, and Habib probably won't fight again until his brother's suspension comes to a close. And is that because... What would that? Why would that be? That they would... That... He could. Oh, he, he, he could fight again in. He he could fight again in July, but I just don't see something like that coming from Habib. I honestly believe he will wait until his brother's suspension comes to an end. But as we're talking MMA, and I always do this on an MMA stream. Bottoms up. Salute. There we go. Huh? Me. Man. Okay. <laughs> Connors is way too lenient. Khabib's mm -hmm. is a is a bit much. The brother I get. The brother I get. I mean him. He wasn't even. He had no business in the ring. Yeah. That was you know. But I also understand too. As far as I see them, I know I I, I see for this particular incident, mm -hmm. he was the instigator. Khabib was the yeah. instigator. But it was also something that was pent up over the last year, as far as frustrations injuries and stuff like that that mcgregor caused during his stupid rampage yeah it i would i would i would have a, a chip on my shoulder mm -hmm. i kind of understand could be mm -hmm. one that the, the clock was counting down on that ever since the buzz incident oh yeah but absolutely i honestly feel like there is an issue with all three of those punishments mcgregor i think the fine is way too low yeah agree habib I know you're probably not going to agree with this, but I think he should have got 12 months as well instead of nine. Okay. G okay granted, he won't fight for the 12. He'll wait till his brother's able to fight again. But I, th yeah. I think I have the biggest issue with his brother. He had, as you said, absolutely no business in there trying to light up a guy that had just gone three and a half rounds. He... He mm -hmm. should have got minimum 18 months suspension and a fine of at least 100000 That was completely unacceptable, and there can be no defending him. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree on that. He had no business. He overstepped his boundaries. I get his love for his brother. I get that they were both taunted, and I, I would say I would have more leniency on Khabib just because it was a more personal kind of a thing. 
um, with his brother, it was more, oh, that's my brother. It's, now it's personal. So he kind of inserted himself into that part. Um, yeah, the fine should have been a, a lot bigger. I think could be 500 grand. That's fucking, I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. That's, give him 12 months and, and 50 grand, like, you know, but not 500. That, McGregor, 50 grand. I mean, come on. He wipes his ass with that at this yeah. point. And, and he escaped another, um, he was in, in Ireland with the court case recently as well. And all that shit got dismissed. And maybe he paid like a thousand dollar fine or some shit. Oh boy. And then he got time, he got time served for being in jail for like two or three days or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's come on. And he's had, he has a string how this guy is not in prison period because of all of his felonious misdeeds. <laughs> I mean, he's got a track record of assault, uh, uh, drug, or no, no I'm not going to say that, but assault, uh, disorderly conduct, stuff like that, crashes, you know, people getting hurt around this guy. And he always seems to just walk away from everything with a, a, a slap on the yeah. wrist, I guess. So I was hoping he was going to get, even though he was the victim mm-hmm. per se in this instant, I still think he... He had a lot to do, him and Dana. Dana egged him on. Dana let him do whatever the hell he wanted. I think he got entitled mm-hmm. to a, to attack everybody else and taunt everybody else the way he was doing. Did he deserve an ass whooping? Yes. Yes. But he didn't he, deserve some other guy mm-hmm. jumping in on him after he just went toe-to-toe with Khabib. Mm-hmm. He, that was I, bullshit. I personally say the three and a half rounds he had to endure with um, Habib was enough. Oh yeah, I was, I was just waiting for Khabib to torture his ass, and finally somebody to kick his ass the right way, the way he needed to be, you know, to have his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was overshadowed. So, and then Khabib didn't even what he didn't even get the title, did he? He's still the champion, but he wasn't presented with the title in the cage. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Khabib's a good fighter. He just. I, I mean, I want to, it's a 50-50 for me. He, he should have shown more restraint, but, but I do understand his frustration with, with McGregor. So I'm torn on it. It's like, you fucked up, son, but I get where you're coming from. It's rare for a response to be both understandable and unacceptable. Uh, And this is one of those incredibly rare cases. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you got to admit, Connor was lighting their asses up here and there, talking yeah. shit, getting in their faces. Just wow. Like, I would have throat punched him already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, already everybody has shown a lot more restraint than, I hate to say this, than he actually deserves at yeah. this point. He could potentially be a great fighter, mm-hmm. but his, his character, his attitude, and his entitlement just fuck it all up for him. Or at least for me. Other people are, are going to look past it and love this guy and cheer him yeah. on. I'll, but I, yeah. I'll, I'll be completely honest. Until he, until the buzz incident, I used to. Oh, I was too. Mm. Don't even get me wrong. I was, a, I was a McGregor supporter. I thought, oh, dude, hell yeah. I was on his side uh, for the Mayweather fight. And I, you know, it, 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 was, it is what it is. But then when he just kind of got all bratty and mm-hmm. shit, just was, it's a turn off. I, I, I think the only reason I was on McGregor's side for the Mayweather fight 
is because I felt the um, odds the bookmakers were putting on McGregor was unfair, so I decided to put some money on him. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. That, gotcha. Uh, that, and I, that was so out of element. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It was so out of his element. I didn't anticipate a victory, uh-huh. honestly. He was the underdog, and I love an underdog. Did, the reason I wasn't writing him off, as many people was, is there's absolutely zero doubt he's better standing up than on than underground, and boxing is a stand-up sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't think... Honestly, I thought, if anything, that match was publicity and marketing at its, at mm-hmm. its finest. It was Mayweather trying to make some bank, and it was McGregor getting in on the opportunity to make... McGregor made bank even though he lost it didn't matter who won or lost they were both going to come out winners at what, that point what was it something like mcgregor made a hundred million dollars and mayweather made 200 million dollars something sick because i i know that uh some who was it that paid probably about two hundred thousand. like there was a tickets were selling for ridiculous amounts yeah. for that fight they made bank it was whatever you did. Didn't matter who who was going to stand or fall. It was a great exhibition. Mm-hmm. Nothing to really take seriously, but it was a great marketing exhibition. I think it just didn't. It really didn't showcase either fighter very well because they were Mayweather was in his element. But still, it's like you, dude. I I can't sit there and cheer on you beating up a guy that's not in his element. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he decided to take that challenge, it's like there's it's there's no contest. So. I kind of knew how it was going to come out, but I, I was cheering on McGregor. Mm-hmm. I was a, an avid McGregor fan. Absolutely. I thought he this dude had potential. Potential. Mm-hmm. I I am disappointed I wasn't able to watch the Mayweather-McGregor fight because we'd moved less than 24 hours earlier and we weren't all hooked up yet. So uh, I didn't get to see it live. I wasn't about to pay $500,000 to watch it pay for me. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so yeah, no, I, I got, I got that secondhand. It, but. it was only the equivalent of about thirty dollars here, but and I, I would have bought it and watched it if it hadn't been for moving that day. No, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. No, no, go ahead. Go on, it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm now I feel <laughs> blank. But um, just before we get on to the next topic, um, because this is probably going to be a bit of a long one, I'd just like to give a shout out as we have um, Sky Genie and Scott Greer of It's Pathetic Fame um, with us. And we did earlier have Evan Hill and Dave Sincere in the chat. They're probably popping in and yeah. out. They're going to probably pop in and out. But hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, love you, Scott. Love you, Sky. Love you, Dave. Thank you so much. Evan, I appreciate having you guys here. I know we're going really late. That's my fault. I really appreciate it, but you guys are fucking awesome. You guys have my heart. Um, anything I can do, share out your content, especially with Sky. Ooh, can we give our our, our buddy Sky Genia a, a shout-out on his job hunt? Of, of, of course. Um, AEW, you want a backstage announcer? There's your guy. This guy. I, I would... Hey, I would totally back it. If if they need a letter of recommendation, they need to contact Sensible Sam immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is the guy you got to you got to do. I love the YouTube. I, I'm loving what he's <laughs> uploading. I'm loving what you're uploading, Sky. It's awesome. I love sharing your content. You're great, and I wish you everything in the world that that you deserve because you're awesome. Um, I 
honestly think if Sky was the backstage announcer for AEW, that might actually force me to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be watching too. <laughs> I'd be, I'd DVR, I'd DVR Sky Genie's part. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd yeah. watch that. <laughs> and then I'd share that out, of course. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then we'd have to have him on as a, as a super host guest or something, Ooh. a super uh, guest host or something. Cause like, then, you know, we'll have, he's already like a podcast celebrity but when he gets, I'm saying when he gets hired, because I'm being positive, I'm sending positive enforcements because if they don't hire him, they're dumb. So when it does happen, we're having Sky on and we're doing a whole segment on it. That's for damn sure. Oh, hell to the yeah. But as I said, this next topic is probably going to be a long one. I don't know if anyone has already talked about this. If they have, I don't remember it. And it's the whole reason I decided to give tonight's show the title of Ain't That a Great Idea? <laughs> this... <sighs> okay. I... We, we spoke about this on Skype last night, and I'm still at a fucking loss for words that a dumbass idea like this ever crushed the mind of a human being. They cannot be sane. What, what's the famous saying? Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, though. on that note, I think it's probably time to say they're making a second fucking Titanic. <laughs> Titanic 2? Yeah. Which is... <laughs> which is going to set sail for... It's being made in China. First red flag. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a ship called Titanic. Second red flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to sail from Southampton in England, supposedly to New York. The planned route of the first Titanic. Third red flag. Now that is a great idea. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And... Oh, okay. <laughs> And I, I, I saw this on on Uberfax Twitter, and I was like, surely that has to be fucking bullshit. <laughs> so I researched it. No, it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Sky. It's a remake. No, not of. No, it was not a remake. Not, not well. It's it, it's not a remake of the film. It's a remake of the actual fucking thing. Uh, and holy shit are some of the people who replied to the um, Uberfax tweet going to hell. Yeah, I think we're probably on that same boat. It... Get it? <laughs> <laughs> right on. In fact, I'm thinking about it. Um, we're probably going to go through some of the responses, but I'm going to put the Uberfax tweet in the Mickler chat in in case anyone wants to um, follow along the replies with us. There we go. But I'm looking at it right people now. People are absolutely fucking savage. Oh my god, this thing has 7.8 thousand likes and 2,000 retweets and of course 550 rambunctious rascals that decided they were going to comment in this thread. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have... A guy named Mitch here. 
Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, Iceberg 2 is scheduled to set sail in 2022 as well. <laughs> oh, they're definitely going to meet up on that one. Nice. Oh, 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 let me read the second one. Jamie says, because it went well the first time. <laughs> because, yeah, it's going to go pretty good. And I think I can predict this. As I was reading through the replies earlier, this one had to be one of my favorites from Andy Blackburn Sim. I'll use this fact as an icebreaker in future conversations. <laughs> but um, boom. awesome these people can be so savage Did, oh my god I, I say that was one of my favorites though because the comment um with the gif of this is like the titanic of bad ideas was <laughs> just fucking perfect oh uh, and of course you have the the the, the cynic sarcastic saying uh rustin reber uh, at eddie x gambino says good thing there's no iceberg on the route anymore thanks to climate change but I would say, uh, Mr. Reber, that uh, that may or may not be a good fact because if it is climate change that's affecting, I'm pretty sure more pieces of ice would be floating about. <laughs> I just me, just saying, just 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 saying, wandering icebergs might be in that particular area. So yeah, that's just a great idea. I hope everybody got insurance. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Um, that comment you read out last night, though, um, that, just two words, two oh, fucking okay. that words was a, summed this whole thing up. That was Bill McDonald, am I yes. correct? And that's going to have to be hard pass. <laughs> I was like, that is um, hard. Yeah, that is a, yeah, that is going to be a hard scraping Mr. McDonald, if by some absolute miracle you ever happen to stumble upon this, even though you sent this tweet out a couple of months ago, you, sir, you win the internet. Yay! You get a thousand internet points to spend any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, come, you know, I, and, okay, now, it would this is a, 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 a movie, right? That's going to happen. No, or no, 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 this is not a movie. This is an actual it, shit that they're building that's actually going to set sail, actually going to do retrace the route. Um, I... <laughs> part of me hopes they retrace the actual route. Part of me hopes they retrace the intended route. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down to the bottom of the Atlantic. Boom! And and we're starting. China's making the ship. Am I correct? Uh, I love China. I have ex extended what I call extended family. It's just people that I love. I call family. You guys are my family. Luke, you're my family. So it's like when I say, oh, I have some Chinese extended family. I'm going to have to tell you this has been in. You know, I've been over a decade in the works, maybe 15 years, and uh, I'm going to tell you if it's made in China, you know. Already. Red, red so, flag. <laughs> they sell, this, is the, this is the country that sells you fake boiled mm. eggs. Okay. <laughs> so hmm, let's just think about that before we buy a mm -hmm. ticket. 
Uh, everybody that I love, please name me as your beneficiary if you want to take this trip. But um, there, there was one guy who replied, and I honestly don't have the energy to go down a couple hundred comments, but he summed up my <laughs> views on this perfectly. I really have a sinking feeling about this. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so bad. We're so bad. But oh my god, okay. It, it, it and I saw one too, and it's like so. It said, you know, of course, it said, oh, the ship is going to be retracing its original route, and then there's a tweet that says, oh, you mean the route to the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> He's the ass telling you, Twitter's savage. I love Twitter. I love these people on this thread. Shout out to Uberfax for this. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly do want to um, check the mental capacity of whoever initially thought this was a good idea and definitely of anyone who buys a fucking ticket to go on the thing. Yeah, I, I would definitely be checking the um, credentials of the captain at this point and make sure that he didn't just do like a weekend course mm. to be a captain. Or, so that's... Or... That's or that he at least takes a pair of glasses on the boat with him. <laughs> oh, man. This, I mean, what do you say, Luke? Should we buy some tickets and do our next show <laughs> from the Titanic? I, no. If, if you want to go off air for three years and, and after <laughs> episode five, never return. Well, no, I have faith in us, Luke. What, 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 what will happen? Is that we're gonna find a door? We're gonna cling to the door. We're totally gonna make mm -hmm. it. We're gonna drift off to like some sort of island that has like old radio technology. We're gonna be able to hook it up, and we're gonna be doing shows from there and sending SOSs. <laughs> so every Tuesday a show, every Thursday SOS. I don't know. It could you mean, work. <laughs> you mean every Tuesday, not Thursday? No, no every Tuesday our yeah. show. Every Thursday an ah. SOS. <laughs> Thursdays will only consist of SOSs for somebody to come get our asses over here from this shipwrecked island or whatever <laughs> with Mr. Wilson. But no, Mr. Wilson, now I'm starting to cross streams. Nah, but even though it was such a tragic event, the Titanic was a great film. How the fuck DiCaprio did not win an Oscar? Uh, I can speak the English language. Um... <laughs> How Leonardo DiCaprio did not win an Oscar for that. The fact that Leonardo DiCaprio has less Oscars than fucking Russell Crowe should tell you all oh. you need to know about what a fucking joke the Academy Awards are. But, <laughs> but speaking of Titanic 2, didn't they make a film about that in 2010 that was pure dog shit? Oh, uh, oh so, my God. I wouldn't be surprised if it's on Rotten Tomatoes. So you have um, Titanic 1 going terribly in real life, Titanic the movie going brilliant in real life. From On a serious note, let's hope Titanic 2 the movie went shit in real life. Let's hope for Titanic 2 to actually at least yeah. make one full voyage. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to go to hell for this. But if all goes worse, if all goes bad, if the, the ship is destined to Titanic, you know, but if it, if it is destined to do that, may it be three miles from the port 
so that everybody can just swim to shore. Yeah. That'd be a fitting ending. We halfway sunk. Oh, let's make a movie about this. <laughs> get, get in touch with, with Max Pohl. He has the connections, at least. <laughs> I'm sure we can make a blockbuster hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look, I'm going to read this comment right quick because it pertains to it. Sky Genie says, someone put Leonardo DiCaprio on this ship for real so he can do this his bit in real life. He's only good at playing people who dies. <laughs> or is... <laughs> I, can't, I don't want to say that word. Retarded. Um, cha- challenged. <laughs> Miley Cyrus gets crushed by one of the lifeboats. I, th- I thought that did happen. No, I'm I, just joking. I actually think one of the lifeboats were crushed. <laughs> I... Because uh, says Miley Cyrus gets uh-huh. crushed by one of the lifeboats. <laughs> I I think it was lifeboat fifteen, but someone is gonna have to fact check me on that or something. You're probably right. It says the and as Sky says the Oscars didn't like the way he died. Not enough fits. <laughs> <laughs> he froze. He, he couldn't. If you're a Leonardo de Icicle, I don't know if you can portray that many fits but i think he did a damn good job it made me cry it was a great movie i think um it was very well done the direction under uh oh my god i just lost james his name. cameron cameron thank you sir i think uh james cameron is brilliant as a director um he's had his hits and misses but i think he does a very well, a good job i thought this movie was great so i, I mean cameron's no m night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, seriously, um, if it's not Sixth Sense, fuck M. Night Shyamalan. Oh my god, M. Night Shyamalan is like in every one of his movies. He, he's like Stan Lee, but without the credentials. It, the, <laughs> the Sixth Sense from M. Night Shyamalan was a great film. Everything else he's made, dog shit. That was Bruce Willis, yeah. right? That is, that was... A- very oh and i wish i could remember the child actor's name he's not even a child anymore but no shit um, a great fucking performance from that kid great i see that people how fucking no, awesome no, no oh. shit the child actor's not a fucking kid anymore the film came out the year i was born you know what that was elijah wood wasn't it? oh oh, oh shit don't let's not I don't want to have to make you fact check, but I want to say that was Elijah Wood. If it was Elijah Wood, he's already been a Hobbit. He's already been Lord of the Rings and all kinds of shit. So um, he even did Step Brother, I think, after that with Macaulay Culkin. Hang. So yeah. But get, going back to Titanic two, that film fucking sucked. Holy shit! Yeah, I. Um, hmm. the, just very quickly, the guy's name was Haley Joel Osmond. Haley Joel Osmond. Gosh, dog it. That's the kid. I thought it was Elijah Wood for some <laughs> reason. I don't know. But yeah, Haley Joel. I mean, they both have the little mop, mop top haircut. All cute. You know, little button nose. They look a lot different now. I'll tell you that. But yeah, that was Haley Joel Osmond. That kid could act. That was a great movie. The 2010 one, I'm going to have to say, I think may need to be revisited at one point. How or why, I don't have the answer, but I just kind of feel that. But yeah, that, that absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was so hilarious. Oh my God. These people on Twitter are so savage. And it's like, I felt 
after reading all of that, I feel like I should sanitize my hands <laughs> and <do> some, <laughs> wash my mouth out with some soap. Gig, um, <laughs> go and perform a fucking penance or some shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Grasshopper. That's what I'm talking about. If there is a difference, and sometimes we must endure certain things to realize the end point of mm-hmm. it. So not everything has a rhyme or reason, but sometimes we have to go through those trials and kind of sit through those things. But it is what it is. Did I just hear something? That may have been me shaking my can at the waitress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I swear I have my notifications off. I swear I do. Because I know that buzz sound it, comes through. It, it, it wasn't a buzz, and I thought I heard you say something, but... Oh, my bad. Oh, I was reading uh, Sky Genie's comment. Um, He says Fifth Element as well. Oh, Fifth Element. That was a movie. Multipass. Lilu Multipass. I like Lilu. She was cool. It was a crazy movie. I'm not going to... It stretched it, but it was fun. Um, yeah. Oh. Actually medicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Right on. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, oh my god, we have got to follow up Luke on this Titanic cruise, mm-hmm. this real life cruise. We brought it up. I thought, I think, <laughs> I think we kind of were a little bad on the subject. You know what I mean? We're being a little naughty about the subject. So I think it would be fair just to kind of bring that up. Wouldn't it be great if we found out when the first, when the maiden voyage was? I totally love to follow that. I mean, not for any disaster part. I just want to see how it goes. All all that has been announced so far is that it's 2022. Part of me would assume that it's um, that it'll be April 10th, but yeah. Are they still in the? I wonder if they're still in the process of actually building the ship. I believe so. If 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 that's the case, and there's really what 19, 20, 20. That's what two and a half. Three years, three years yeah. before the, the main voyage. Okay. So, yeah, that, that sounds, I think they've been planning this for mm-hmm. a minute because even when a celebrity buys a yacht and they buy those really mega, those mega yachts, it takes like five years for a yacht to be built. Now, imagine a Titanic ship. This shit is like somebody got knocked on the head and has been in a coma for six years or something, thinking, yeah, this is uh, a great idea. Let's build the, this. The guy who thought it was a good idea is definitely brain damaged, but did, just very quickly, I've sent you a quick um, question on Twitter. It's not urgent, but will you be able to check it out? Oh, I see. Uh, I see. Anyway, I th- just to kill a little bit of time, I'd like to mention about the AAF. The social media managers for the AAF should consider a career in politics. They have the art of answering a question without answering a question down to a T. I DM'd both the um, social media manager for the league itself and the social media manager for the San Antonio Commanders. Um, Just very quickly, can I say hashtag take command? (laughs) But from both of them, I... I obviously, I was obviously asking how I'd be able to view the games internationally, and from both of them, I got a response that the games will be available in the U.S. on CBS Sport. Either that, 
Uh-huh. Either they should consider a career in politics answering questions without answering questions, or that is the clearest fucking cutty, um, cookie-cutter response I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> now, I guess I give them some credit for having some sort of a cookie-cutter system, but then also, too, I guess it's like, you guys want to advertise this should be a, a, a there should be more in the budget for that as far as that goes but then too is there such a budget are they at that point where they actually have people manning these things and it isn't just one person that's been delegated until they figure out how to pick up the, the, the social media marketing part of it anything that starts out it's like baby steps but too when it's it's such it's supposed to be such a massive organization you think maybe they would have spent five bucks on somebody answering the phone. You know what I mean? Or answering the message. I, I don't see why they wouldn't do that anyway. I would have rathered I would have rather got a response saying either there is no way or we're still trying to figure out a way than the response I got. Be- yeah, you know what? That's be- true. because at least if they said that I would have had my answer. That's true. That's true. And I've, I've been, you know, it's funny because I've been experiencing the same kind of a quarrel with the company I'm dealing with as well. And it, they're just starting off. So it's like they've got cookie cutter responses. That's why I was kind of like, oh, well, is it because they're starting off? But then the company I'm talking to is nowhere in the realm of this organization. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you think maybe they're going to charge $16,000 for a hot dog. They'd be able to respond accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. Yeah. Um, That's just me, though. Um, just very quickly, thanks for replying. I have sent another response through. Okay, gotcha. But, Ed, what, what, what are what are we looking uh, like time wise, babe? We we're looking solid. We've got about another ten fifteen minutes if you can do that. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Let's let yeah. yeah. Let's um, do that. Cross up. We'll do. Um, thinking of Titanic two obviously reminds me of the movie and. I'm looking through Netflix right now. Holy shit, for such a big company, they have some absolute dog shit on here. Ah, is that so? Oh, yes. <laughs> eh, sometimes what we think is dog shit maybe have a, a lesson at the end. Sometimes. Now, I'm don't. let's not get it confused. Sometimes messages are hidden in the obscure, they're wrapped in another message, in another meaning, in a shitty movie. But when you watch it and you learn from it, it comes through. Now, what I'm what I'm proposing at this point... Um, just very quickly before you say that, I know it's... Absolutely. I, I know it's a popular genre, but... And there's... A, they obviously have to put it on because there's people who are fans of it. But just seeing the fact that they have rom-coms on here makes me want to throw up. And that rom... Wait, what was that word again? Rom-com. Rom-com. The, the, the simple fact they have that genre on here, as I said, of course, it's a huge genre. They have to include it, but I still feel physically sick. Even... Even looking at the um, picture or blog or whatever it's called for them makes me just so fucking cheesy. Oh! Okay. 
Sorry, my brain is working at half mass right now. But I can't believe you don't like rom-coms, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's a lesson in everything. But yeah, they have a lot of... How about... Okay, so what is it that you do like? Bird Box? Oh, that's your favorite movie, I bet. I... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and this is probably going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> I I haven't watched it yet. <gasps> it... Even though it looks good, I have not watched it yet. Have you not? No, not yet. Hmm. Not up to this point. Would it be something on your list? Or it's just something that's just like... I get We're getting a lot of mixed reviews here with the yeah. Bird Box. I've got, I've got a lot of people saying it's bullshit, mm-hmm. which I may, or, I may or may not be leaning towards. And then we have others say that it's an inspirational, moving story from what i've heard i'm leaning towards um bullshit for simple unrealism <laughs> like i don't I, I and i still haven't seen the movie myself but it's like if you cover your eyes it's kind of like the boogeyman cover your eyes and nothing can hurt you it's kind of what your parents kind of told you just close your eyes yeah. the dude under your bed can't get you but you know what the bird with the long claws could probably still find you. So it's a little improbable. Yeah, and d- 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 the only thing is it makes it harder on yourself to know when they're right by you. That just seems counterintuitive. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> but it does have Sandra Bullock. So oh, there's boy. kind of that. <laughs> Don't get me started on her. I hate Sandra Bullock. I've made my views towards Russell Crowe perfectly clear. They are two actors that I feel physically sick watching. There's a third one that sort of moved away from acting into comedy. I use the word comedy extremely liberally. (laughs) But fucking hell does Amy Schumer give me a headache. Okay, okay, you got me on that one. You got me on that one. Amy Schumer, oh, I'm going to go to hell for this. Amy Schumer is a queef on our society. And that is my point of view, and I stick by that. (laughs) really could not agree with you more. Hashtag fuck Amy Schumer. (laughs) Hashtag, baby. She thinks she's fucking hella funny. She thinks she's helping the women's movement. She's fucking all her shit up. Okay, not digging it. Um, not digging it. Sky, um, Sandra Bullock can take a bullet before fucking Cyrus or fucking Crow for me. <laughs> she is. I've never been a fan of her, and she just. Oh, you don't like Miss Congeniality? I do not like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I don't like Miss Congeniality. Is an awesome movie. You gotta uh, watch it. Uh, yeah. Maybe. If. Maybe as a pen. If it has Sandra Bullock. There's certain reasons why I'd be willing to watch it, but I sure as hell wouldn't enjoy it. That's true. Gotcha. I, I'm going to address this comment. Sky Genie says, meh, she's not so bad. I don't get the hate. No, I don't know if that's for Bullock or not. But then it says, like, she steals jokes, but does most of comedy. But does, but so does most. Of- oh, yeah. Okay. If, if somebody hasn't stolen a joke, like, I'm going to tell you, Andy Samberg, Sandra 
uh, Amy Schumer and uh, stealing jokes. I, I, I'm stealing jokes from everybody mm -hmm. all the time. I've, I've heard shit from Chappelle. I've heard shit from Tom, uh, George Carlin. You know, uh, some of my, you know, favorite comedians and stuff. And of course, I'm going to reiterate it or say it in a in conversation or whatever. That's the, how do you say it? The mark of um, appreciating good work, right? So, uh, uh, God damn it. Um, something is the most, something of flattery. Uh, imitation is the, is the most sincere form of flattery. I get that. Absolutely get that. But when you're stealing shit and you're making money off of it and you're pretty much doing it, just by switching a word or two over, but it's pretty much the same phrase that your your compadre just said. Like that's stealing, that's plagiary, that's like put your head in between your cooch and feel bad. Mm -hmm. um, because there's only so many jokes that you can repeat uh, off of another comedian, even out of admiration. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. um, a lot of a lot of people do it, but we have. I want to say ten percent of people are copycats. 90% of the comedians are going to be original, original geniuses. So I, I gave her a pass for a very long time. Um, but when it became consistent and every show, and then I was like, well, Kevin Hart just said that, or Cat's, Cat Williams just said that, or, you know, Chappelle said that. And I'm like, bitch, make your own fucking um, joke. Again, um, the fact that she has a comedy show on Netflix... That just makes me physically sick. And I won't watch I, it. I won't, at that point, yeah, I won't watch You know, I don't need to see anybody else's recycled jokes. Yeah, Been there, it, done it. Because that's at this point, that's it, what it is. The fact that a large company like Netflix would pick her up. and They're trying to be diverse and pick more women comics up after they didn't pick up Monique. Monique uh, was going to strike a deal with them. She's a, an African-American comedian. That didn't yeah, go but, um, um Picking up female comedians, they couldn't find anyone better than fucking Amy Schumer. Dude, they already had... Uh, what's her name? Ah, she's an Asian. Let me look it up. I'm right here on Netflix. Uh, Baby Cobra. Baby Cobra. Baby Cobra. Baby Cobra. Uh, Ali Wong got dog it. That's comedy right there. Ali Wong is a strong female, does a lot of her own original jokes, does a lot of situational comedy and stuff like that, which is great. So when it, when it's when you have material, of course, it's original. So Ali Wong, Baby Cobra suggested woman comic doesn't have to steal shit to gain notoriety. But I'm not saying we're not all going to recycle a joke. But don't do it. Don't make it your whole set. I guess that's what uh -huh. my, my argument is. Don't make it your whole goddamn um, set. Titanic 2 was a comedy, Sky, because, to be honest, it, <laughs> if, if you didn't laugh through that dog shit, you'd probably end up crying. It was that fucking bad. <laughs> Did, the, the, the fucking thing has a half-star rating, and that is being generous. Absolutely. Um, that's the the 2010 one. I, I'm the, the 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 Leo DiCaprio one. I I, I truly yeah, like. In fact, um, give me a second. I'll see if they even have that bullshit on Amazon. But unfortunately, Sky, I'm such a heathen. Any version of the Titanic is a comedy for me. <laughs> Sorry. 
They don't have it on DVD, but they sh Oh, yes, they do. What? That would, I thought that would be a st oh, well, straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, the thing was straight to DVD, but Amazon are actually selling this dog shit. <laughs> people can Whoever makes a profit be cursed. But, but people can actually buy this and watch this. It is possible for a person to sit down and watch this film. Well, okay. That's a there is a physical way to do it. There isn't a ment I doubt there's a mental way to do it, but there is a physical way to do it. that film should be um saved or something for health of hell for fucking punishment. That punishment sounds about right. or whatever. Punishment penance when a when a certain grasshopper isn't adhering to his studies. Sometimes you have to implement some sort, and I think that would be just desserts at that point. I don't know. Maybe one day in the future. I'm kind of still deciding at this point. But as far as that contract, uh, I've been looking it over. It seems I, everything it, has it, been. It, it, it comes through. It's finally come through. It seems that everything has been in, I think everything is in order. I do see the thumbprint. Ah, very good, very good. I just got this by courier today, by the way, so I'm overlooking the paperwork right now. Ah, oh, that's great. Did you, perchance, well, I'm sure you looked over everything and it doesn't matter, but you, you happen to know, because you did sign it, is that I think I have an idea in mind for Grasshopper as far as that goes. And now there was some questioning and I think some re-education and I think a penance is in order. Now I can't say what that's going to be tonight. Teacher needs to kind of go over that. But there will be something. Grasshopper must prepare for such an incident. There will be a lesson and a penance paid. And I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm, I'm leaning towards a couple of things. I may have to ask the chat to help me out with this, but I'm pretty sure I have it in mind. They need to come back next week and we'll figure this out. They'll find out what I'm talking about. And as soon as teacher decides, Grasshopper will accept his fate. Well done. As should any pupil. Sometimes Master will go off on a tangent. Maybe Master will come through with certain ideas that may not be, how should I say, in the norm. But trust. Grasshopper must trust. The contract was signed. You must trust me fully. I will show you enlightenment, but it will be a course. It will be a course. And you must have dedication. That the fine print teacher was talking about last week still has me scared. And it will happen. Just have faith. Don't have fear. Have faith. But have a little bit of fear. But have more faith than fear, but have a little bit of fear. Grasshopper definitely has fear. We will continue this saga soon, Grasshopper, because teacher needs to meditate on this particular subject. Next week should be a great time for Grasshopper to find out his fate. As, With that as long as it takes, okay. teacher. As long as it takes. Well done, Grasshopper. Well done. I'm feeling 
very exuberant to have taken you as a pupil. Now, Grasshopper, tell me, how much time do we have? Technically, we have another hour, 15 minutes, but we are in and around our hour. Okay. I think to, that would be good to call it a night mm -hmm. and uh, let our good people go and enjoy the rest of their night and uh, for my pupil to get on his study. Uh, yeah, just very quickly before we hop off, I think we should thank the people in this um, community. Obviously, we have It's Pathetic with Scott and Rye. We've got um, the WNC show, uh, uh, the Super Party every Thursday night. Breaking news for Fight TV. You can catch them on Fight TV Mondays at... Holy shit, what time is it? I think it's 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, but someone's going to have to... Yeah. yeah, and every other week you have Johnny Florida on there with the reality check Saturday nights. You, there's the heads of this community soup. You have the people that at least brought us two together. We get in the corner. Make sure to watch, to listen to THD podcast and their movie reviews. I absolutely love the movie reviews. Absolutely. You have. Um, the Inhuman Experience with our boys Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades. What? Mm -hmm. Ev everyone, if you happen to have a Twitch account, make sure to go follow WNC Jenkins. You'll be able to catch me in their chat most streams watching an egging on Jenk and CJ. It You'd probably know her as Elusive Unicorn. I'm trying to think, is there anyone I'm missing? Because I'd feel, um, feel really bad if I missed anyone. I think we have... I think you covered everybody. Saturday morning uh, cartoons. Also, ah, that's what I, There you go. Saturday morning cartoons. And, and obviously, just to add an extra one on this week, as you were saying earlier... If anyone here has, has any way to find the Billy Madison show, you're going to have to listen to them, them guys. Yes, you can actually find them. Uh, if you're interested in listening to this show, it's freaking awesome. This is like um, TCP uh, for the morning because TCP has strong language. Uh, we say whatever the hell we want. We do whatever the hell we want. Um, any topic goes. Same thing for the show. Uh, they use, of course, milder language because they are syndicated. But you can catch them uh, weekdays, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m. And you can download the Kiss Rocks app at kissrocks.com. Kiss kissrocks.com. If you want to become part of the BMS world, it's open to you. Thank you, Luke, for that. And... Obviously, I'm contractually obligated to just finish up by thanking Master for joining me on this journey. And thank you, Grasshopper, for enlightening me tonight. I had a great time. Um, and so we'll see you all next week, hopefully back at our regular time. <laughs> yes, absolutely at our regular TCP. time. TCP. Shit. TCP out. TCP out.